Great morning, everybody. Great morning. Caleb where, you, Caleb, where you at, bro? Chilling. Where you at? I'm, I'm hanging, bro. I'm, I'm hanging. I'm hanging. How's your week been? Uh, good week. Got about um, 30 to 60 days, depending on when this podcast comes out, left uh, to kind of push on the year. Uh, as far as just like business happening, so just grinding, man. Keep keeping going, working on twenty twenty one. Week's good. I love it. I love it. I you? have it. Oh, I've I've been good, bro. I've been good. Can't can't complain. Uh, yeah, this project is really picking up steam steam right now. Um, yeah, man, just trying to keep my ducks in a row. Uh, other than that, though, I'm I'm great. Uh, family's great. Uh, kids are great. Uh, can't can't complain. Um, I was gonna ask you real quick though. Uh, I haven't seen no uh, no Monday pool picks or anything. What's up with that? Pool shut down, gym shut down. Uh, I've had to reconfigure my Monday morning relaxation routine and uh, pulled the trigger on an in-home sauna the other day. Hey, so wait, wait for that to get to the wait for that to get to the house. Uh, can't wait to use it. Hey, I hope everyone just heard my my business partner just said he he pulled the trigger on an indoor sauna. I'm just saying. I'm a huge sauna guy. Don't tell you, whatever you love, bro. Right? Buy buy what you love. I think that's or invest in what you love. <laughs> like whatever the health benefits. Me. I just I sweat my butt off in there. It's good for my heart. Good for my blood, my lungs, blood circulation. Um. Yeah, I've been missing it. You know, 2020, all the saunas are shut down inside the gym. Like, you can go to the gym, you can't go in the sauna. Um, crazy. So, are you, are you, are you going to put the sauna next to the jacuzzi then that y'all got? No, I'm not a hot tub guy, man. I, I never have had one, never do I oh. want to own one. Man. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I thought, I'm okay. A hot tub guy. Yeah. Gotcha. Give me that dry heat. Gotcha. I oh, gotcha. All right. So, before, before we bring in our next guest, um, you want to talk about the Lakers and LeBron James, or should we just, uh, I want you to. What do you want to talk about, man? Nothing. I just, I just want to. I don't know if you had anything. You know, you know, LeBron. LeBron is. Uh, got two more left before we can end this goat conversation. Okay. <laughs> Who we, let's, let's get. Let's get into it, man. All right. Let's bring in the next guest. <laughs> All right, Coop. Go ahead and introduce our next guest. Hey guys. Uh, on today's episode, uh, have a great friend of mine. Um, who's been in my life for uh, about the last nine years. Um, he's the co-owner of Apex Physical Therapy. Uh, they have, uh, they operate four locations in North Dakota. Uh, he's a family guy. And I would say a best friend, a best friend. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Cameron. Thanks for having me, guys. This is This is my first podcast, so. Hopefully, I, I can contribute to your guys' loyal listeners. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Cam. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate no it. Uh, thanks for having so me on. Why, yeah. So why don't you tell um, our followers just a little bit about who you are, what you do, and why you do what you do. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, my name's Cameron. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm a North Dakota born and raised. Um I am a physical therapist and part owner of Apex Physical Therapy, which is a private outpatient practice um, 
that we started, Brooke, uh, who was previously on your guys' podcast, her and yes, I started in 2008. Um, and why I do what I do is that's a really complex question that I, I, I probably can't answer shortly, but you know, it started out with, uh, like anybody you go off to college because that's what you're supposed to do. And I came from a family where education was really important. And, uh, you know, that physical therapy was something that I, I could see myself doing. I was interested in it. And, um, that involved, that start, slowly evolved into, um, being a business owner. I think that was something that I always wanted to do as well. And I didn't really quite know how those two would mix or even knew that they would mix. But, um, and now I would say my passion lies in, yeah, trying to be the best therapist I can be still. Um, but also trying to create a workplace where not only myself and Brooke are proud to come to every day, but um, all the great Apex employees that work for us that are proud and excited to come in and uh, and share a common goal. So it it's kind of changed over the years, to tell you the truth. Hmm. Nice. Do you do you have? Sorry, Coop. Do you have? Um, does Apex have a, a, a public mission and vision, or do you have one just maybe even just privately with the employees or? Yeah. Sorry to jump right at it. No, that's cool. Um, we do. Uh, and, you know, that's another one of those things when you're young and 20, 26 years old, when we wrote our, our business plan to go out to the banks and try to talk somebody mm-hmm. into giving us money, these crazy 26-year-olds. <laughs> and, you know, just to kind of set – a little bit of a a backstory or to give paint a little bit of a picture for you guys. Like the medical world is a bit of a good old boys club, you know, and age is not something that is looked upon with reverence in medicine. Right. I mean, I'm sure you guys have been to the doctor and you get somebody that looks younger than your own kids. It doesn't necessarily give you a bunch of confidence. Right. So Mm, mm, mm. we were, we were young and ambitious, but in an industry that maybe didn't really necessarily reward us for that. Right. Um, But I think in the bank, from the bank size, they saw that potential. So they were looking at it through a different lens and me being a pragmatic thinker. um, I I was like, Oh my God, there's no way. (laughs) guys they're gonna give us money i mean they'd be freaking crazy um but they saw that the the potential um of two people that you know seem to have a a pretty strong mission so back to your question yeah we wrote out those mission vision and values at the onset of our business now at 26 i did not have any clue what those would mean to me i mean i I thought it was just something you did, but I didn't really realize or realize the potential of if you continue to evaluate and look at them and use them, how it, it would help guide us through these years of making tough decisions, you know, um, trying to decide where you want to go, what you want to be. Well, that's been a, that's been kind of a roadmap for us from the get go. So 
yeah, we do have those. <laughs> gotcha. So, uh, Cam, let's let's talk about um, the how did the idea come up of yeah we should we should uh, we should go into business like with you and Brooke like if you want to just talk about you know how you met Brooke and just how this all evolved to now you know sure. Yeah, I think, well, Brooke and I met my our freshman year in college, and uh, we both were, um, started a school at University of Mary at the same time. So we were both incoming freshmen, and it's not a huge campus. So, you know, it was pretty early on within that first semester that I was like, okay, I'm in every class with this girl. We must be going on the same track, right? And... Uh, <laughs> And our lunch periods all matched up. So uh, I don't know how it all started. I'm sure Brooke probably approached me because she's, that's, that's her style. And, and uh, yeah, so we just, I think we ate lunch and then, um, you know, we just, we, we had a friendship. It started there. Like we were on the same floor in the dorm too. So it was just like, we were meant to kind of have our social circles pulled together. So her friends and my friends started hanging out and, and that's where our relationship started. And then we got into PT school the same year um, and remained friends. Um, I think I had a, you know, Brooke had a really strong, like she wanted to own her own practice and that's what she wanted to do with, when she decided she was going to be a PT. I can't say that I had that alignment where I was just dead set. I was going to own my own practice. I think I dreamed of it. I know I did because looking back through some of my old stuff, I mean, we, we wrote business plans for uh, what, what would I want my practice to be if I did that? Mm. And I did have a sense of wanting that. Um, I, I also had a sense growing up on a farm of being your own boss. And um, I, you know, now that I'm into this now for what, 12 years, I think I would probably have had a hard time staying um just in practice or maybe dealing with things that I I wouldn't have handled in the way that I like them handled you know that would have been a challenge for me um so yeah so we both graduate we both went on uh kind of went our ways right after graduation and um I applied to a job in Wapiton and Brooke called me and is like hey did you apply for this job in Wapiton I was working with a recruiter and she's like you know, I'm working down here. Um, we should, uh, you should just, I should just refer you and then we can kind of work around the recruiter. And I was like, yeah, that's good. That I'll, I'll come and do the interview. So we ended, I ended up taking the job and lo- one of the reasons why I took it was Brooke was working there and she was living in Fargo. That's where I wanted my home base to be. And we kind of were like, well, we can, we can commute. And so so began the journey of two years of driving and talking about, you know, how things were going down there. And it was a great place to start. But, you know, Brooke and I have, I guess, strong opinions um, about how we wanted to do things. And it didn't always align or match with the way they wanted to do things. So I think it was just kind of an inevitable thing that we would start discussing how we would do it, right? And that's that's how the journey kind of really began from a, a a business partnership. So our podcast is called Shipbuilding, right? And it's a play on words with relationship building. And it sounds like you guys were 
you know, you're aligned and on that same path, you know, as, as you were, you know, getting through your undergrad and then going to PT school and working. But when you were going into business with someone, you know, you know, creating the LLCs or LLP, I mean, I'm sure somebody in your personal <laughs> circle or somebody, you know, like, Hey, how do, are you sure that yeah. like, how were you, how were you, how were you able to really vet like, no, man, I built this relationship. You know, we have these same pillars. Talk about what that was like the due diligence period. Yeah. It's kind of amazing how many people w- did try to talk you out of it. Right. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, I can't even count, but um, some of them were straight up, you know, this is, this is going to end badly. I've never seen this work out. Others I think were trying to, to challenge you positively, like to really make you think and do some soul searching and really looking at each other. Um, not through those, those really, uh, I don't know that when you're in a new relationship, right. Those infatuation lenses, um, mm-hmm. like that fresh <laughs> partnership, it. right. Like to, and that's where I think I, I probably where the answer lies. And that is, this was nothing new. We, we, we had a friendship for eight years um, mm-hmm. and, you know, any friendship and it was a, a, a strong friendship. Um, you know, there's, there's ups and downs and there's trials and tribulations in any sort of relationship or friendship. Mm-hmm. Not that we had huge squabbles, but I got to see her and how she responded to you know, the stresses of grad school, which can be really high and how she carried herself. Um, she got to see that in me. Um, I think we got to see how we both have like our different strengths and how our strengths really coexisted with each other and didn't overlap and overpower each other. Um, and so I think that's probably where it happened. I mean, and so when they started asking the questions, it, I didn't really have to do a lot of thinking about it. Like we invested the time. I, I think it's a unique situation where we had that opportunity, you know? Why do you think so many people were concerned about your well-being to ask, you know, you know, what do you think that phenomenon, why do you think that phenomenon <clears throat> occurred or does occur well i i think it's it's like any sort of relationship and that is we all know that we're going to grow and change with time right and so in a business relationship in a business business partnership inevitably we both are going to change and we're going to change um with what our values and what what our going to add values we might change some of our values we're going to evolve with time and and so i think i could see if you didn't have good communication right how that could you could start to grow apart as a business partnership right you could start to have different ideas of what you wanted the company need to be you can add personal things into your life that change your end goal while you're in this business partnership and relationship right? That maybe you didn't have, you know, starting a family, maybe there's some incident or some sort of thing that happens in a person's life that really just changes your perspective and you want to go a different route. Well, you know, you're kind of in this together, right? So 
there is a lot of opportunities for it to go wrong um, that I could see now that I've been in it. Did I see those 12 years ago? No. Yeah. I didn't see those until I kind of went through it. And when we started to see those things and we had a process of how we communicate with each other, what we want apex to be, what we want our personal lives to be. And as this, you know, as everything's still aligning and matching with our goals, you know, so it's, and if we hadn't had that kind of stuff, I think it could, it could easily deteriorate. Mm. Where, where, uh, where did the name, where'd you guys get the name? Oh, you stole my question. (laughs) Well, you know, it, that's been a really common question and I don't know if it's that great of an answer. Um, oh, let's, let's hear it. Let's, I don't know. I want to hear it. So, you know, 12 years ago, you know how you found a business, you still use the phone book. Right. So Brooke wanted to have, <laughs> Brooke was like, we have to pick a name that has a, you know, starts with a, because we can't afford to pay the big bucks to move up and get, get the bold spot on the, in the phone book. So we're right. going to be first in line just because we're going to pick an A. That's truly, mm, I like that. A A1, one, a one, uh, physical therapy, right? There's a, there's a That's lot right. to that. That's right. So then we just started spitballing, you know, like what are A's that we like, what, what kind of spoke to us. And, um, you know, apex came, um, just out of, you know, we wanted, to be we wanted to strive to reach our peak right we wanted mm-hmm. to reach our pinnacle and um and we wanted our patients to strive for that so that's where it originated you know so this may you may not have an answer for this too but if it wasn't going to be apex did you guys have another name that was in the running man i don't think we did i don't think there was one that we really liked that once that one was said it was like done yeah, I see it. I see it. I like it. It's catchy. Yeah. No, I don't have any good ones. So, so Love 12 it. years ago, you start the business, you have your business plan. What was the biggest surprise is where you thought the business was going to come from versus where it does come from for your guys's, you know, small business, we'll say. Mm. Well, I, I think we, we're under the impression that we were going to have to get to the docs, right? Um, Physical therapy is, although we have our doctorates, we are not medical doctors. And so, you know, with a lot of patients, the way to getting to therapy is, is through your primary care or your orthopedic surgeon, right? The referrals. And so I think our, our original plan was like, this is the, this is how we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to really get in with a referral source and this is how we're going to build our business. Um, and we did, we got in, we actually shared a, a building or, or where we rented, we shared space um, in the same building as a primary care doctor. And that relationship was crucial for the first couple of years. It's not to say we wouldn't have made it, but it would have been, things would have just been way more stressful and way tougher. But what really built our business was, again, what you guys are doing your whole podcast about, and it's about relationships. You know, we, we built relationships with our patients, 
you know, professional ones, patient client relationships, but different than ones that gave people a different experience than what maybe they were getting at other healthcare facilities. And I, I think that is more of a surprise just for our industry, you know, Mm. but that truly was how we built apex and, and our referrals came from our patients. Then a a large majority of them came from patients telling their friends or telling their kids or sending their grandma or sending their moms. Um, That's really, um, that's really how we did it. Truly. Before I, before I ask my serious question, I want to, get your take um so when brooke was on here she talked about the commute you guys would have to make um you know you guys i think you guys are had a job you were working yeah. and you guys had a yep. commute back and forth um she said she re- like went in the ditch a couple times <laughs> could you com- oh can you confirm yeah we've had we had some scary moments i mean i and uh <laughs> i think a couple of those probably expedited the whole starting our own business in Fargo quicker. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke was pretty Brooke's a pretty antsy like once she has something in her head she's gonna go hard um and and that just really put more fire under that <laughs> I can't remember how many times I don't think they all were her fault hmm. but we definitely hit the ditch we did gotcha <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool, cool. cool. None under right, my so watch. Back to the, Let's yeah. just, for the record, say that I don't think I hit the ditch while I was driving. <laughs> no, never, yeah. never, yeah. never. Um, okay, so um, earlier you were talking about, you know, you, you know, people were telling you, you know, you that um, they didn't know how well this was going to work, or just you know, challenging your thought process, um, and I. I I'm going to take a guess and saying there was probably some fear that you had to also overcome yourself. Um, could you just, you know, talk about that and like things you did to mm. overcome, overcome that? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't have fear with the partnership that, that, that I didn't. Um, I think probably my, my fear was, again, the, uh, uh, the obstacles that I knew were in front of us and some of them to be brutally honest, I mean, I, I didn't know if we were going to have much control over it. Right. Like I said, the referral sources, how much would the docs even let these two crazy people come into their Mm. office, these young people, um, they already have established referral sources, like trying to break into that. That was probably my biggest fear. Um, and, and not ju- just not given a chance um, from those referral sources. And I think, you know, largely that fear, we met a couple really, really nice. Um, I mean, we tried, we did our due diligence. I mean, we started pounding the pavement before we even had, I mean, we were working our other job and we were still pounding the pavement, trying to start establishing some rapport relationships with other independent medical doctors and you know, that kind of quieted, like for me, if I'm really nervous, I just need to grind, right? That is how Mm. I calm my nerves. Like I have to 
learn more about the subject, I have to, I just have to feel like I am more prepared. Right. And, and even then I just have a personality that I, I'll never feel like I, I am completely prepared, but if I already, if I set the goal, um, I'm also on like, it's just, we're just going to grind and we're just going to go and we're going to fake it till we make it. Right. So part of it was just taking that initial jump and I felt comfortable enough with some of the relationships that we set forth, um, to make that jump. And then once I did the jump, you know, that was it. And Brooke was probably largely uh, responsible for that too. I mean, she's just, you know, I talked about how we, we complement each other. I'm super pragmatic and, and probably an overthinker. Um, and then, I mean, she would tell you this on her end, like she's one to be like, we're going to do this. We can do this and let's just go. Right. Well, that really works well for us because she can get an idea and I can think through it and I can think of all the different possibilities of how this might not work. So that helps me think through how the different strategies that we could overcome those obstacles. And, um, you know, she was pushing pretty hard. I probably wouldn't have started this thing two years into my career. <laughs> Tell you the truth, if she wasn't pushing that hard, she was ready to go. And I thought, well, you are ready. And, you know, I, we're a good team. I guess let's do this, you know? You know, I, I love that um, be, because, uh, Cameron, like how you say, like you're a thinker. And I, I just know so many thinkers out there that think themselves um, into not doing anything. Uh, and so it's cool to hear you say that, uh, that, you know, you had your partner, Brooke, you know, you guys, you felt confident in her and yourself and you just, you know, at some point you gotta, you gotta jump in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is knowing yourself like that, like knowing that that is, that is, it can be a limitation if you let it, like that can be a weakness if you let that thinking stifle you or stop you. Right. Yeah. But if you're, if you have, yeah. yep. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not the smartest guy and I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty real with myself. Um, I'm probably my biggest critic too. Like I know that's who I am. Right. So I have to overcome those with strategies. You know, I, if I set, so for me, yeah. that's goal setting, you know, I have to set, timetables and goals. And if I have those things, it's going to happen, right? If I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to get this done. But it's almost like that is, has to be my process or else I will think that thing to death, you know? Yeah. So it's no, knowing that, that it's, it's love- it, and for me then, I think, I don't know, maybe Brooke would tell you differently. For me and Apex, now that part of me is a strength of ours, you know? I truly believe that if I know how to contain it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. That's great. Okay. So I, I have to ask this question kind of still on the fear thing. So what, what is the process or what goes through your mind when you guys, okay, you built apex, um, in Fargo, uh, like what was the thought process in opening multiple locations? How did that conversation go? Well, that was, oh man, it, that wasn't a part of our initial mission um, or vision, right? Like we just wanted to establish ourselves in a community and, and 
bring this healthcare experience um, from the physical therapy standpoint to the Fargo-Moorhead area. You know, that really came about just from us always being listening for opportunities, not, not seeking them always. Right. But listening for opportunities. Um, and I had, you know, I'm from a small town and, you know, for, for Brooke and I, or anybody that's probably in medicine, um, if you, if you have, if you're a physical therapist or a chiropractor or whatever, if you go back home, and everybody knows what you do. You're you're telling, giving every person and their dog, you know, your two cents. They come to you asking you questions. What 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 could I do, or what should I be doing? You know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I I think I had a good reputation in my community. I think I you know was um, from a standpoint of you know being involved, being a student athlete. Um, being pretty excelling in school, um, you know, not, not getting in trouble a bunch. I think I had a good reputation back home where it was very natural then for me to maintain relationships back there that were positive. Um, and I had younger siblings, so I stayed connected to the community. I was going back to games, you know, like my brother's 12 years younger than me. And so I was going back to games and into the whole thing. And, uh, Uh, somebody approached us and just said, Hey, you know, would you ever have some space open for rent? We just, we just need service in this town. And that was kind of the spark, you know? So Brooke and I started talking about it, right? We still both felt very connected to our home communities, even though we weren't living there. Um, And we felt passionate about, again, what we were doing and what our service was. Um, And so it kind of just, worked itself out the same way we started talking through the challenges how would we do this and then it was really easy for us to say no this this would work we can bring this into the fold and and make this happen i like how i like how you like you said a couple times now like talk talking through challenges um yeah because i'm I'm sure in in, like in anything uh there's going to be challenges you know, and just being able to talk through the challenge instead of, oh, I have one challenge here that's not going to work. Um, so I just, I just love how you guys just work, you know, just work through it like anything else. You just, okay, with this going to be an issue, how can we mm-hmm. address it and, and move forward? One step at a time. Um, yeah, yeah and we try, what, sure. you know, what we try to do is, I think it's great to look for those, you know, doing those analysis, those the looking for potential risks or threats, looking at, you know, what our strengths are, what our weaknesses are. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's also what we've been able to do when we really get in the thick of problems is like, we are looking for solutions, right? So we are looking for not just finding out the problems to make us say no to this thing, right. And keep us safe. We're looking for, okay, what are the solutions that we can that we could come up with that are going to make this happen, right? And when we can't come up with solutions, that's that's really where it it starts to make. You know, we've passed up opportunities. We have. Um, I think that's been a, a really 
prideful thing for me is like, we haven't just been growth hungry. Um, it's been pretty natural and we've, we've let some opportunities that maybe would have been good, but didn't align with us. Right. Mm. Um, and it wasn't, wasn't that we couldn't have maybe brought it around, but it, it wasn't aligning with where we were going. So it's, we've used it and we've taken advantage of opportunities and we've used that stuff and we've let some things go by, you know? And I think that's for, for me, like I said, I look at that not as like, Oh, we really screwed up there. I look at it as no, we, we had really strong reasons for letting that opportunity pass. Yeah. And I, and I feel like if, which is great, I, you know, like you have to have a code or a set of guidelines that you go by, right? You can't just jump at every opportunity or everything that looks like an opportunity. Are you um, talking to me, Cooper? Which is... <laughs> well, and you know what, Coop? I mean, to, to be honest, like when, when you were in the, like when we were in what we call like the dog fight of it, when we're just trying to make it, there yeah. isn't a lot of opportunities that are coming your way. Right. So it doesn't really set mm. you up for yeah. that. Yeah. And then when you get some success, yeah. it's like, holy crap, everybody wants to talk to us now. And mm. you got to be careful not yeah. to get swelled yeah. in that. You know, I mean, mm. it, it, that success can be intoxicating. Now we were never the life of the party. It's not like we're that well known, but it was amazing how opportunities started to come at us where we were always having to try to search and dig and find them before. Um, mm. And I think having that roadmap uh, of who we are and where we want to get to helps us evaluate some of those things that stumble across our door. How many, maybe it was none, maybe it was a lot. I mean, how many business classes did you take as a part of your graduate program? And it sounds like my, the answer might not be very many. Yeah. That's the case. Um, You know, what relationships did you leverage to help you guys with, you know, obviously physical therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. We we know what we're doing. Right. But how'd you, how'd you get that help to transition to the business side? Yeah. I, you know, we didn't have a lot. I I mean, we, I think our last semester we had a, a class that we, <laughs> I mean, I can't even remember much of the class. I can't remember what it was called. So that probably tells you how much I learned from it. It's not that they didn't right, try to, right. I think they, that class was probably <laughs> likely us just, they just wanted to start planting the seed of like, I do remember them talking. Uh, we, we talked about mission, vision and values, but it was more planting the seed of like, starting a business in the medical world and, and, um, and maybe where you would have to start thinking about. Right. Sure. So not, I would say minimal to minimal <laughs> at best business training. Um, and you know, for, for me, I, part of that is, you know, we were, we recognize where we, had strengths and then we recognized where we needed help. And so, you know, outsourcing some of our, you know, outsourcing some of the stuff that we could afford to outsource and, and getting support um, from a good accountant was helpful that did some business advising with that whole package. So we worked with a small business 
a company that supports small businesses. That was a huge thing. Um, we, you know, we, we definitely just kept our eyes and read things. I mean, we tried to research and try to figure out like different ideas of what, how we could incorporate it. Um, it, mm-hmm. I don't even, I mm-hmm. can't even answer it. Just, we slowly picked up little things along the way and thank God we started with just two of us so we could screw up a lot, you know, because yeah, you know yeah. what we've added each year to being like, okay, we need to get a better structure. We need to have a better or- organizational flow here. Um, we need to get serious and this needs to look more like a serious business. Right. And what does that look like? And then we'd research that and we'd add and implement those things. Um, and then, you know, we, you know, we need to have strategic planning. We're not, we, we're just being reactionary. And so then we started implementing some of that and I researched and figured out what, what exactly goes into that and how can we um, be more strategic in our, in our business and less reactive. So a lot of it. Can we just, talk about that for a sec too? Yeah, um, yeah. Cause earlier you had mentioned, you know, SWOT analysis um, which is what strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Um, yep. I'm curious. I, and I don't mean to interrupt you or change no, gears, no, no. but I mean, I get what's your process been with the, uh, <laughs> no, you're fine. You're, what, what's your process been with the SWAT, right? Who, who put you on the SWAT and like, you know, what's your current threats or opportunities like just to kind of piggyback? Yeah. Our, you know, the, the first, um, the first strategic planning we did was with, you know, again, our Dan Haves, who's with Paget Business Services. And that's who we've worked with from when we started. They were our accounting uh, and our business advisors. And, you know, we just talked to him like, hey, we feel like we need to do more of this. Right. We don't know what it is, but we need more of this. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to do that with you guys. So it started out there. Truly, he, he kind of asked hard questions and he made us think about things um, that maybe we hadn't mm. thought about in a while. And then, you know, Brooke and I kind of thought, wow, this was great. This got us back on track. We're, we're thinking the same thing. Um, we're aligned. We talked through some of our struggles and then we just kind of started adding some of those components. Like, you know, what are we looking at as opportunities? What are we looking at as, you know, what is our market constraints or threats or wh- what are the things that are, are, could disrupt our, 10-year plan, our five-year plan, our one-year plan, and just trying to look at it, you know, in those kind of goals. Because again, I'm a goal-oriented person and so is Brooke. So establishing those goals and then, you know, what would be the things that might get in our way of, of those goals and just reevaluating those every year. I don't know if I answered that question. I mean, the threats in our industry are many. I, I like many industries, but, you know, for us, you know, 2020, this has been a crazy year of threats that we didn't, we didn't know we were going to have. Um, but you know, we're in a, we're in a, in a, in a world right now where healthcare reform is a constant part of the political debate. Right. Um, and that impacts us whatever direction that goes uh, from mm-hmm, a health insurance does. standpoint, you know, if it stays the course it's going right now, it's going to impact us. If it, moves to a more universal healthcare that would impact us too. So, you know, those are, those are constant parts of our, our threats. Um, Micro or 
you know, from a, a local standpoint, you know, we, we're in a community where the big players have a lot of power, you know? Um, and so we are, a, mm-hmm. we are an independent group um, that's not affiliated with the hospital. So referral sources and getting our name out there to the, to the masses is, is a challenge for us. But if, if you want to be treated, if you want to be treated right though, that's right. Go to Apex. <laughs> yep. Shout out Apex. <laughs> shout, shout, shout out Apex. No, Cam, I just have to add quick. Um, so you, you were just talking about threats and, you know, different things in the industry, but I just love like how you were just talking about, you know, not taking a whole bunch of business courses and just kind of learning and, um, you know, as you started the business, just learning to gathering up information. And I just, to me, it sounds like you got, you and Brooke were always conti- like just learning, right? Just learning, adapting, evolving to whatever you guys had to do to continue to build, build a business. And like, you know, you can take all the business ca- classes um, that you want, but if you don't have the drive and the want to, work build this business it doesn't really matter um and yeah just just listening listen yeah just listening to like what you guys you know talking about the beginning having to hit the pavement still working another job like it's just a lot of stuff that you guys did and a lot of entrepreneurs that we bring on here they just do the work you know and i think at the end of the day just boils down to how bad do you want your whatever you're working on to succeed you know because there's always going to be issues there's always going to be threats but how quickly can you adjust adapt evolve you know to to compete with whatever for sure and i think the other part of that too is no you know we talk about this as an organization you know we are striving to become better therapists every day right like pts it's a it is a knowledge technical field right so you're trying to constantly acquire those skills new skills hone in your old skills um build build whatever what what our product is right and and i think for we we dedicate as much time i think uh, maybe not quite as much but we dedicate a large amount of time towards personal growth and making sure that we are trying to grow as individuals every day. And along with that, evaluating our business again with very clear and critical eyes of how can we get better each year, right? Are there things that we're not doing right now great that we could be better at? And having those open and honest discussions and being okay with um, critique from you know, people within your organization, your employees, um, your other people that you have in leadership positions, I think is really the key to that. For us, it's always about, okay, we're doing great, but, you know, what are the things that we're not doing great at? What are the things we could get better at, right? And I don't know if, if that's what keeps driving other people, but for us, that keeps pushing it. It does. Hmm. love it love it love it love it uh cam so let's uh real quick here 
uh, so when you guys started, you know, when you guys started, um, was there anything, like, was there any epiphany moments that you had in the beginning, like, okay, like, this, okay, this is the, this is the right decision. We definitely made the right choice of going and starting our own business. <sighs> you know, working with patients, um, like being in patient care and it, it you have those moments. I, I think I probably did have a lot of small moments like that where you're like, dang, we are bringing something here and people really like what we're doing. Right. Um, mm. Where it was like, where I had the epiphany where like, we, we, we've really made it um, was when we probably had people starting to approach us to work for us. Right. Like, I mean, I, we were fine. We had made it. And I knew it was the right decision, mm. but where I was like, whoa, you know, this was just our idea of how we wanted to do physical therapy, how we wanted that product to be. Right. Um, but when we started to have people that wanted to work for us and do what we were doing or be a part of it, that was probably where it was like, okay, I, I didn't feel that way at my other job. Right. Not to say that they don't have people that have wanted to join them. I'm not dogging them. They, they're have a great business and they're doing fine. But when people are like, no, we want to do what you guys are doing. We want to be a part of this. That was probably when it really was like the epiphany of like, holy cow, we brought something to this area, right? We, we have a place that people want to work at. Um, we have a really high retention. So I really feel like we're providing a good environment, you know? Love it. All those little uh, things okay. adding up. Uh, yeah, go Cam. ahead, Coop. I was just going to say, um, is, is there, is there anything like for you personally that you're doing to, uh, continuing to like evolve yourself, like to, to like continue to make you better? Personally? Oh, you know, I think I, I go in waves. Um, sometimes I'm really probably working really hard at it. And other times I'm just trying to be a dad and run a business and be a decent husband. You know, sometimes that's more than enough. That's sometimes hey, hey, more than hey, enough to fill the old cup, right? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, probably the, what I just talked about, and that is I try to have a real conversation with myself daily, right? And some days I don't have the energy for it, but a lot of days I wake up and I think, okay, where am I at? You know, have a little self-evaluation. Um, you know, we – Katie Karn, who works for us, is great. She's part of our leadership team, and and she brings an energy and um, has recommended a lot of books. And one of the books that um, we've she's presented on to us um, is a Cy Wakeman book. I can't remember. No Ego, I think it is. Um, but you know, we pu I pull little things from like stuff that I've heard that just gives me that gets me going, right? That works for me. And one of them is like what does great look like? And that has kind of been like for the last year and a half for me, um, especially through COVID where like some of these days it's been dang hard, you know, just challenging to, yeah, to bring, yeah. to know that people are looking to you for a positive energy, right. A calming energy. Um, 
And I think that line works for me, right? Like, so that's what I'm working on every day, Coop, right now is I'm trying to remember, even on the days that I don't feel great, what does great look like? I can do this. I, I know what great looks like and I can do that, you know? Love it. Love it. Uh, anything you would, you would tell your, uh, your, like your 18 year old self. Oh man. It, that's a crazy or question. E- or even, or even, you know, let's say it's, you know, you got a young <laughs> PT just graduating. Maybe they want to start their own business. Um, something like that yeah. too, potentially. I, I think first and foremost, think? like what I would tell 18 year old Cameron would be, you know, you got this right. Like, just be confident, <laughs> be confident um, in who you are and, and what you know, and be confident in what you don't know. And that's one thing that I think I'm good at, you know, I'm confident in what I know. I'm really confident in that. And I'm really confident in what I don't know. And I'm fine with that. You know, I try to surround myself with people that support that. Um, what I would tell a young person that wants to maybe go into physical therapy or open their business, open a PT business is like what it, what's your what's your mission like what do you want out of life do you have um what are your goals and you know i i i think because if it doesn't happen if owning your practice it doesn't happen or you don't have those opportunities um you can still have a great career and you can be a leader um and you can have a ton of success um but, you know, for pinning it like just on being an entrepreneur or just opening your own practice, like I, I, I think you're, you are better served in trying to figure out like what's going to make you happy. And if that's part of that, like this is going to make me happy to be my own bus, that's absolutely something that's going to drive me. Then you start going after it and you start figuring out, figure out what that vision is of that business what you want that product to look like because you need to be different than the big dogs right and you need to you need to Mm. offer something somewhat unique uh in order to bring in people um so what's going to be your spin what's going to be your niche um What's going to bring people to your door? Right, right. You can't just throw up the sign that says PT. You know, I I just don't think that you can make that happen in our, in our, in, in that world. Um, It's just not going to work like that. So that's probably what I would tell them first, like what, what's going to make you happy. And if that is absolutely part of it, then start thinking about like, what is going to be unique? What's going to be your, What's going to be your sales pitch, you know? That's great. Love it. Love it. Can't, or, sorry, not Cam. Yes, sir. Caleb. No, man. Got, I'm, got anything I'm, else? I'm processing. I, I love the yin and yang of you and Brooke, you know? Oh, it's Having her it's on perfect. you want. It's just so cool to, to hear, um, you know, just different perspectives, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, cause like you said, she was like, oh yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to have my own business. Yeah, right? no, it was, <laughs> like, it was like, there was uh, no question. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah, ex- exactly. So, I mean, uh, really appreciate your time and really, um, really like, like your story. Yeah. Well, I'm, before I'm we... not done, Coop. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. All right. All right. He gets excited. <laughs> no. So wh- where can, where can our followers find more out, uh, more out about you cam or, and, or apex as well? Like where, where can we, um, where can, where can they follow you? Where can they ask you questions? Things yeah, like you can go to the phone book and you can go to the letter A in, under <laughs> physical therapy. Oh, oh, we're past that? Okay. No, you can, uh, you can go to the, our website um, at apexptwellness.com. Um, truly that, I mean, we, we, uh, we have a lot of content, a lot of info, and we're constantly working and updating that. So there's some great stuff there about Apex and what it could offer um, for you yourself or your loved ones. Um, and um, talks about our different locations too and, and how we're serving kind of those um, three communities, uh, the Fargo-Moorhead area, Lemoore, and Jamestown. Um, or if there's ever any questions, anybody could – shoot me an email, Cameron at Apex PT Wellness. I'd be happy to talk there or they can reach out on our phone number that's on our website too and give me a shout. Awesome. Love it. Now, before before we take off, uh, Cam, uh, can, we, can we talk about uh, just real quick um, the day our you and I, our friendship took oh, a no. uh He's very sensitive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> When uh oh I man that rider back uh and and not the yeah best, uh, oh no we, this is who are, are we are we <laughs> yeah, this is the this guy is, okay you know about okay. this yeah this is the guy oh, I, yeah, I'm yeah. Aware. well I mean I think he's probably looking we... into it more than probably what was there <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. Hey man, you know, if you borrow your stuff out, you, you, know, you borrow it out, right? It, like that's, that's, it was all good. And it, yeah, I would, I would, I would, it'd be safe to good. say that, I mean, everybody's got their particulars, right? And I'm particular about my, <laughs> I mean, I grew up on a farm, right? So that's my only, that's my only equipment. That's my, yeah, like, yeah. and that, Coop, Coop grew up in <laughs> Yeah, Dude, so that's my that's, that's like my only tie to being a farmer, which I still have this strong feeling and want for. So like I I just yeah. have a little, you know, I had to get it cleaned and I got it clean, man. We're good. We are good, yeah. and you can all borrow right. it anytime. Okay, you just right. make you sure it's see dry. It. <laughs> no mud. <laughs> yeah, it's a great story. Got it. Got it. Got uh, it. Oh man! All right. All right, Karen. Really, hey, really thanks, guys. I appreciate on, it. And it's great chat. Thank you for your yeah. time. Yeah, awesome. Another phenomenal. It's always episode. a good episode. This was a great one. It, yeah, it was. It was good, man. What uh, what takeaways? I just man, I like that story, and I like that he really. Uh, this is one thing I need to be better at. It's probably one of your strengths, right? Is really focusing on the vision and the long term and goals and having reasons why we do things the way we do them. And I know that was his yin and yang. But 
But hey, well, yeah, exactly. Like you don't, <laughs> hey, bro. Like that's that's why we got a good partnership, right? right? You get you got your things. I got my things, and we yep, just, yep. We just bounce and, off and each I, other. I right? always love hearing <laughs> about, you know, like oh, those are my weaknesses, and you know, these are so and so strengths. Like I just, I, I just enjoy their story. I enjoy what they're doing. They're obviously a, a great business in Fargo. Look them up. Um, it's just good to talk to people like that. Yeah, and like, um, you know, just see, just seeing their growth over the <clears throat> over the nine years that I've came into contact with them. I mean, they've, you know, they got into a new building here in Fargo, um, you know, and then they opened the, the you know, the place in Lemoore mm-hmm. and Jamestown, and now they're over at uh, at Cole Cole's uh, place Dynasty. Yep. Um, dynasty performance training um you know just it's, it's it's just a great staff uh you know i've had nothing but great you know great experiences there with them and um you know like if like i said if you're, if you're looking for a place to go i mean that's the place you know if you want a more personal um treatment you know like and they and they really try and help you understand like you like your body you know and i and i think i said this um with brooke you know um there's a lot of stuff that I learned about myself, you know, in that, you know, when I started going there right away, like things that I didn't even know Mm -hmm. about me that like they brought me up to speed. They showed me different things I can do outside of treatment and stuff like that. So like it, if it was just different, it was just a different feel, like what a lot different. So, um, yeah, shout out to them. Um, but anyways, some of my takeaways though, man, it was a lot. Uh, some of the things that, that stood out for me was um, I just love how, okay. So he didn't, they, you know, Cam personally didn't take a whole bunch of business classes, right. They were pounding the pavement, trying to build rapport while they still had their other job um, while trying to build this job. Um, You know, just, you know, talks about the grind and, um, just adapting, changing, learning different things as they go. Um, to to me, you know, just the desire and the want to grow and be better. Um, you know, I just was really powerful when he, you know, started talking about that. It's always that good to get those reminders. Definitely some stuff yeah. I needed to to hear. Stuff you know, myself, but you know, stuff you know, but you have to so literally. I thought, I thought that was great. I mean, the human yeah, exactly. brain needs so, to be conditioned. Right. So. Yeah. And I, and I love my, yeah, my last thing he talked about, like knowing himself and having strategies in place to overcome, you know, his tendency to overthink, you know, and like he said, it just take the jump. Right. Um, You know, and I think uh, Jordan champion, when we had on here said the same thing, like he was someone that, is a thinker and he thinks himself out of taking action. He just, he says he thinks about it and then does it, you know, and I just like how Cam just kind of reiterated that someone of, you know, his status and, you know, level of success he's had. is still having, we, we talked about taking place, action a lot. Uh, so that, those are great points. Overcome that, you know, overthinking. So love it. Hit us with that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, that's all I got, bro. See you, Coop.